For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Couldn't be more excited to bring you an episode of uh, Tech Vibe Radio on a Friday night than actually recording it on location in Seattle. We're downtown Seattle outside of the Pilchuck Glass Museum in school. Just coming off of our 40 by 80 Pittsburgh Technology Council, it's our startup business mission to Seattle where we took five startup entrepreneurs with the help of Alaska Airlines, with the help of the Allegheny County Airport Authority, with the Webb Law Firm, brought them out for three days of connections with investors, uh, resources, and hanging out at the GeekWire Summit where there was some crazy talent on stage. And I have Kataki Desai here who leads up 40 by 80, couldn't be more excited to work with Kataki. I've known her for a while since she's no stranger to Tech Vibe Radio and uh, a successful mission. And so Kataki, first off, tell us about 40 by 80 real quick. Let's get our listeners back up to speed because you're doing a lot of great work when it comes to helping startups connect the capital. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you so much for uh, like the lead up. 40 by 80 initially was started with the idea of connecting startups to investors. And the thing that we wanted to learn was like, what are the different gaps in the ecosystem? So evangelizing startups means a lot of different things, supporting the entrepreneurs at their growth stage, connecting them to potential customers, connecting them to investors, and the whole, like literally from end to end, how can we support entrepreneurs in Pittsburgh? Um, That's the goal of 40 by 80. The mission still is to bring more investment into the city for our high, uh, for our emerging growth companies, but we're just, you know, we're trying to approach it from all the different gaps that are currently existing. That's what it's for, and that's why I'm so excited to have you there running this thing because we're really starting to fill these gaps by doing missions like this to Seattle. So we took five product companies, which I thought was really important because one of the first trips, you had some great connections at Amazon Launchpad. Yes. And so our startup companies, of course, we had um, Hypersense, we had Velocity Robotics, we had a Bill Life, we had a Future Derm. Run through the scenario what we went through. So tell, tell our listeners about where we took these uh, startup entrepreneur companies. Sure. So the, the whole thing started with Mr. Jonathan himself telling me that there might be a potential to actually do the Seattle uh, nonstop flight on Alaska Airlines, like literally days after I started, probably my first day. Because before you were hired, I was thinking, if we hire you, <laughs> this would be something we should do because we're, we're really excited about having this nonstop flight right. to, from Pittsburgh to Seattle, get you there in five hours and three minutes. It's watch a lot of free movies along the way as you do it. So you True. get here in it or work because there's Wi-Fi on the plane that you can access, which is That's fantastic. True. So it's yeah. a great connection. So just start from there. Absolutely. And so uh, what we did was Jonathan connected me to the, the Pittsburgh International Airport and through that to Alaska Airlines. And we got um, we got them excited about this trip. Um, I reached out to Amazon's Launchpad because Launchpad is this great platform for consumable startups like hardware startups to actually um, essentially showcase their products. So if you're thinking about you know, being on Launchpad, you're thinking about reaching 175 million unique visitors every month. That's it? 
That's it. That's <laughs> Just it. Just a few. Yeah, that's it. And so, and once I reached out to them and they said they would love to meet our startups, that really helped us solidify, you know, who the startups need to be. Because then we really just went out and picked the consumable startups that fit the criteria for Amazon's Launchpad and then kind of went from there. Uh, we essentially met the head of business development for Launchpad, um, and we also uh, then went to Microsoft for startups. So we go ahead. And what I do know is two of our startups already applied for the Launchpad. Yes, <laughs> actually, one of them applied to Launchpad while she was sitting in the yeah, meeting. Actually, actually, at Launchpad. At Launchpad. <laughs> at Launchpad. Exactly. Um, but we um, then went to Microsoft for startups, which was an amazing meeting. Uh, the guy was the CTO for the Microsoft Accelerator like the global CTO. I know. He was a big, big head honcho. He was. And he was so completely laid back. You'd and never know he was the head honcho, know, yeah. right? And before that, he was uh, part of Microsoft Ventures. Right. So so he sat there for about an hour and a half, you know, giving amazing feedback to our startups, um, you know, telling them how it really is without the, you know, the the BS speak. Um, but yeah, He was straight up. He was like, straight I'm up. not going to give you the corporate line on this one. I'm yeah, going to tell you what yeah, I really think. Yeah, yeah. That was a, that was a great talk. And he, he took the time. He, he offered to make connections. Um, Launchpad did that too. They offered to make connections. They offered to, you know, um, you know, engage with our startups, engage with other startups in right. Pittsburgh. That's what I really noticed about this town was everyone that we met with offered to really open up their Rolodexes to our entrepreneurs, they, and they were truly interested in what they were doing and really being thoughtful as to where they could best plug them in. Exactly, exactly. And I, I think that was the same thing when the startups pitched to Madrona Ventures today morning. So. And I missed that part. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. Tell me, so tell me about it. So it was so it was awesome. So. Um, so Brian Kennedy, who works at the Tech Council, connected me to John Cook, who is one of the co-founders of GeekWire. And John has been phenomenal, you know, giving us the discount for our entrepreneurs, giving us a discount code for some of the other people that were traveling. Props to GeekWire. Absolutely. Props to GeekWire, yes. Um, and then also, um, when I reached out to him and I said, I'd love to have our startups meet, you know, maybe one or two VCs in, in Seattle, he made the connection to Madrona. And Alyssa, who's... Um, who spent over an hour today hearing their pitches, giving them feedback, offering to make connections, offering to be like a backdoor. So whenever these startups are pitching to other VCs, they can reach out to her and ask her questions. I mean, that is right. just valuable. And this only happens if we get on a plane and fly out there and actually meet the people. You're not doing that over email, really. Right, right. You can't. You can't. And I think for them to see that we were doing that, this as a mission, like, you know, we're not, you know, as 40 by 80, as a tech council, we're not getting any percentage of the investment we're not we're not making any money off of this it's just the idea that we want our startups to succeed and I think that gets recognized by a lot of people and that's why this is important and that's why we're doing this together with a lot of other people that are traveling with us exactly I mean the Allegheny conference came along with us innovate PGH came with us so really really and we CMU, got yeah. and, and CMU came out with us so we had a big shout out at GeekWire at the yes, introduction of the did. summit so it was so cool to have Pittsburgh because they were hanging out in Pittsburgh last February that's did a lot of reporting from Pittsburgh so there's a lot of mutual love between GeekWire and Seattle and Pittsburgh and we really think it's cool. Yeah, they actually did that. They even, like, at the end, gave a shout-out to Pittsburgh. Um, you know, both the co-founders and their chairman, so, who has sold two companies to Google, by the way. Like, right. Yeah, Just that was little, pretty cool. Little side note there. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. We, absolutely. We, and, that, and that was the thing. That's the thing about casual connections. So, you know, the person that we were sitting next to um, all day at GeekWire day one was the person that actually started Internet Explorer. 
he was the most interesting guy I think I met in a very long time. Like, I'm like, your 200 IQ is like dwarfing me right now. <laughs> yeah, but he was he was just sitting there. He was talking about what he does, his foundation, his work in funding, um, in supporting startups, um, and all kinds of really cool stuff. And at some point, I asked him what he did in his life, and he said, "Oh, I started Internet Explorer." So <laughs> just started just Internet that. Explorer the way we first learned to get onto the web and navigate it. You know, little little stuff like that. So if you want to learn more about 40 by 80, where can they go? So www40 x80 like 40 spelled out x80 the number dot org and um, you can also reach out to me I'm at kataki at 40x80.org rumor has it on Wednesdays you're always at Zeke's in uh, East Liberty so you might want to hang out there as well too right that is true I am at Zeke's from 9 to 4 every Wednesday so I usually meet startups there very cool so we've got a lot more coverage of our mission here we're going to be talking to uh, Velocity Robotics to Craig Waller lots of folks here along the way and uh, so we're on some location grab in this stuff. Well, so I just wanted to also give a shout out to Todd Owens from Pittsburgh, our very own Todd, who is now in Seattle at the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Um, Todd set up the final event for our companies and our whole delegation. He actually set up this happy hour at the Pilchuck School of Glass, who is um, who has a new executive director who's also from Pittsburgh. And we invited a bunch of people that are the Pittsburgh diaspora who is living who are living in Seattle, and there are a bunch of people from CMU, from UPIT, and it was just it's just been phenomenal to see all these people from Pittsburgh hanging out here um, in Seattle today evening. Very cool. I'm so glad you remember that because Todd is one good dude and we miss him. I'm glad he's in Seattle. I'm glad he hooked us up. Great stuff. Hey, we'll be right back with more Tech Vibe Radio. This is Jonathan Kirsting. Learn more about the Tech Council by going to pghtech.org. Welcome back to Tech Vibe Radio. As I mentioned before, we're here at the GeekWire Summit in Seattle, part of our, our startup mission to Seattle. Just one of these really great experiences where we get to you know, take a group of really some of the smartest people in Pittsburgh and take them out to Seattle to learn some of the connections that are out here maybe with some potential investors, resources, and so forth. And honestly, one of my favorite companies, A Bill of Life with Courtney Williamson here. When I saw she was coming on the trip with us, I was like, oh, they got a great one hanging out with us. So, Courtney, thanks for taking the time to talk to us here at GeekWire and being part of this mission. So, first off, welcome to the show. Thank you. Secondly, tell our listeners about A Bill of Life. Let's do a little reset. Yeah. Um, so, A Bill of Life is a four-year-old uh, medical device startup. Um, we started in Pittsburgh, and um, we create biomedical products uh, for neuromuscular patients and patients with spinal mm-hmm. deformities. So we have the Calibrace Plus, which is currently on the market. It is a back brace specifically designed to improve posture and balance. Um, and since I last spoke with you, we actually received a patent for the brace. Congratulations. Uh, that's <laughs> so you. fantastic. I mean, that's, that's, that's no small accomplishment there. No, it, it was about three years um, in the making, and the brace is now um, paid for under an existing Medicare payment code. Back up. That's even better yet. (laughs) (laughs) It is. So we love the fact that we have um, the ability to have patient access to the brace and we are in over 35 um, states right now. So That's an amazing accomplishment. This started about two or three years ago altogether? We founded in 2014 and the brace launched in 2016. Gotcha. Now what I think is really interesting about this story is the fact that you started this because your mother suffered from uh, Parkinson's, correct? That's correct. And that really inspired you to 
do this, yes. which I think is just an amazing story. I mean, you're just doing so many great things here. Tell us about that. Thank you. Yeah, um, I actually am not originally from Pittsburgh. I'm from Baltimore. Um, went to college at Spelman College, which um, is an HBCU in Atlanta. Um, but then had the fortune of getting accepted to Carnegie Mellon um, Tepper School Business and studying organizational behavior and theory, um, which was amazing and experience. And my thought was that I would be a business school professor and do research. I was really passionate. What went wrong? <laughs> I know. Uh, the thing that, that I, I think shifted my perspective was my mom. She had Parkinson's and um, she had tremendous trouble with her posture. It was helping, um, wasn't helping her at all in terms of her walking. Um, she was falling a lot. It was difficult for her to breathe. And so I called the National Parkinson's Foundation and asked them for resources and just sort of trying to find a product and they said they didn't have any that they could recommend. So I'm going to build this then, yeah. right? And oh my first, goodness, that's I, like such a thing. I thought at first it would just be something for her, but it ended up realizing like there are about 300 million patients year, every year that suffer from these back issues that really could use this device, so that's what prompted me to create my company. Well, that's quite the market out there yeah. with the ability to really positively impact the quality of life for people mm-hmm. as far as that goes. So, I mean, obviously getting that to a product, you're now getting it into the markets at 35, you're in 35 states. So tell me a little bit about being part of this mission and being able to build more connections. So, you know, obviously this is a capital-intensive company. You've got to build these things. You've got to scale them. But you're already selling them, which I think is just so fantastic. So why is it important for you to stop out and, and be part of these types of business missions? Right. So first, I have to just thank the Pittsburgh Technology Council. We've been a member, I think, since we really started the company. You're like a lifelong member. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it has been fantastic in terms of the resources. I think one of the biggest lessons I learned um, being an entrepreneur is it really is who you know and access to a network. Um, This is actually my second mission trip that I've gone on um, and this came at a perfect time uh, because Seattle is of course um, home to Amazon headquarters. I know we were there the other day. It was so much fun. The other day and it was very surreal but Amazon of course is you know the biggest online platform for for goods and um, that's really a platform that we would love to be on. Is Are you going to apply for the launch, the launch pad I already platform? Did. Oh, I, I already love did. it. Yeah. So, <laughs> already submitted. So the Amazon Launchpad program is a program that was founded in 2015 for um, startup companies that have physical products to scale and to sell. Um, and so since then, I think the statistic was that they've sold about a billion dollars in revenue. Yeah, it was a crazy number a like really that. I mean, number. so if you're I getting, can get a piece of that pie, a little piece would be great. Just a tiny piece, um, just start, that would be fantastic. So this trip came at a perfect time. One of the things with the Pittsburgh Technology Council is that the missions are all themed. So this mission, I feel, was about um, hardware, physical products, and how to actually scale and sell. And everybody that we've talked to has been giving us advice about selling, about scaling, manufacturing product. What does that look like on a global scale? And that's been fantastic. For sure. I mean, and it seems like, what I can tell, everyone here has been just very open. Everyone's like, let me roll up and see who I can reach yeah. out to for you. What have been some of your key takeaways so far? Anything really surprise you? Um, I think for me, um, one of the statistics I found out just talking to somebody was Seattle has 90% of its inhabitants are actually transplants. So major, vast wow, majority okay. of uh, people who live in Seattle are actually not from Seattle. Um, and I think that really attributes to um, folks here just sort of saying, hey, I got here because of some 
crazy sort of career move or whatever, let me help you because I see that you're moving in a new direction. I see that you want to build something. So people have been incredibly supportive, very helpful and very open. One of the gentlemen we spoke with actually knows people like the Gates and, um, you know, uh, founder of Amazon. And so just it's bizarre to think you're like two degrees separation from these incredibly <laughs> powerful right, people. Right. But beyond sort of the name brand, it's just uh, names. It's, it's just thinking about um, who in this ecosystem is excited about Pittsburgh technology. And exactly. we found that there's actually quite a lot of ties. I found that as well, too. Exactly. I was interviewing people just saying, what do you know about Pittsburgh? And people are coming back like, I hear these things. And I'm like, you need to be coordinated. Yes. And I've been <laughs> plugging the whole week um, the, the new nonstop flight that Alaska Air recently rolled out from Pittsburgh to Seattle. So now we should see some of our new friends in Pittsburgh. It's easier too. to get here now. Isn't that very great? Very easy. Yeah. I very, know. Very easy. And how cool is it that Alaska stepped up to help get the entrepreneurs out there? I mean, I Amazing. think that was so much fun for them to do that. I think one of the things that people don't realize is the cost of travel for entrepreneurs when we're trying to. Exactly. There's really nothing like going and physically speaking with someone, shaking their hands and looking right. them in the eye. You can email and Skype and all of those things are very, very useful. But It's pressing, pressing flesh. Yes, you need to be in person. And so for Alaska Air to be able to sponsor us to come out here was invaluable. So cool. So, so cool. And of course, our partners like the Webb Law Firm, you know, helping to make introductions and working with the airport authority. It's just, it's, the whole community of Pittsburgh kind of came around to make this trip happen. Absolutely. And I just get so excited because I, I see the connections happening for you. I just want to see you get to that 36th state yeah. <laughs> as yeah. far as that goes. Absolutely. Yes. I, I think um, so. The Web Law Firm sponsored our um, attendance at the GeekWire Summit. Right. And that has been invaluable. I really, we, we just learned a session about um, healthcare and IoT and healthcare. Um, uh, just talked about founders who are creating companies to make primary care accessible on platforms. So it's just been phenomenal just to hear what's going on outside of the Pittsburgh area and then what we're doing and how we might have partnerships. I just see how much you've gotten out of this and I think you've really maximized your time here. We talked earlier and you said, I'm here to be present and that's yes. absolutely true. I mean, like you were at every meeting, just you're paying attention, you're meeting people, you're shaking hands and really unearthing every opportunity that you can here. And I just think you're so happy and tickled to see that you're doing that because that's just helping you grow that company, reaching more people to help improve their quality of life through your awesome product. So if people want to learn about Abilo Life, where can they go and learn more about the product? Yeah, so they can um, reach us on our website, www.abilolife.com. Okay. Um, and so you have our prescription form where you can download our information and take that to your doctor to get it filled out and um, get a brace. Um, and then we have information about press. Um, I've done a couple of really cool podcasts of late, so that's been really interesting. Fantastic stuff. So I'm so glad to be here. And we have more action coming from our, our Pittsburgh to Seattle startup mission and part of GeekWire as well to talk to a couple more entrepreneurs and talk to Craig Waller with the Web Law Firm, talk about how this trip's kind of been working out. And Courtney, I wish you the best of luck. I'm so glad you got to hang out with us on this trip. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Hey, we're taking a quick break. We're coming right back. This is Jonathan Kirsting with the Pittsburgh Technology Council. Learn more about us at pghtech.org. Welcome back, everybody. As promised, we've come back here with more Tech Vibe Radio. You know Tech Vibe Radio. We go where the action is. We're actually in downtown Seattle right yeah. now, like, like outside, hanging out with Craig Waller. Craig, you're with the Web Law Firm, and you are like a true partner with the Pittsburgh Tech Council with 40 by 80. You guys step up and make things like our startup business mission happen here in Seattle. Couldn't do without you, man. So that's why I got to thank you and say, Glad dude. To be here. 
good, good stuff. So first off, the Web Law Firm, you guys have been around for a long time doing some good work. Tell us about the Web and what they do. Yeah, Web is a, a great innovation partner, I think, in the region and nationally, uh, helping people protect their intellectual property, enforce their intellectual property, so that uh, they can own their ideas and monetize those. God forbid, you own your idea. No one I steals know, it from awful, you, right? right yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's hard to uh, monetize anything without ownership, right? The tech world needs you, <laughs> man. Know. It's the underpinnings of keeping a tech company safe and making Absolutely. sure that it can actually sell its product. And have a good exit. We had some good exits in Pittsburgh. We want more. Absolutely. We help We help companies do that. Absolutely. So the five companies we had here, we had a Bill Life, Hypersense, Velocity, Robotics, Future Derm, really great companies. What, what, what makes you want to hang out with these companies? I and mean, you're a startup guy yourself, too, I yeah, know, sure. as well, Craig. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's great to hang out with entrepreneurs and innovators. I think that's what uh, drives some uh, folks to get into patent law. They want to be working with those people on the bleeding edge. Right, you're hanging out. Creating the next solution for the industry problems and uh, you know, working with them to make sure they get good protections around that so that they have to be purchased someday, right? Exactly yeah. right, exactly right. So we were at the GeekWire uh, Summit for the past two days. The speakers were amazing. I mean, the CEO yeah. of eBay, CEO of Redfin, CEO of Boeing. I mean, it was like the cavalcade of tech stars. What stood out for you the most at GeekWire this year, Craig? You know, uh, it really is amazing, and I'm seeing this on multiple fronts, but uh, it came out in the Boeing CEO talk. Um, we've been so limited in paradigms. Uh, we're still traveling on streets a lot. Like when we're standing on right now here yeah. in downtown Seattle, right? Humans have been doing that for a very, very long time. <laughs> uh, Boeing has gotten us into the air, and now Boeing's taking to space. Um, and the talk about working with like Spark Cognition and some other innovators to map and understand the air as a mode of transportation, bringing up Uber Elevate and I know, other projects. I, I know, it's crazy, isn't it? It's amazing. Very, very cool stuff. I don't know. I just being here in Seattle, like it's it's a much bigger city than Pittsburgh, but there's so many similarities kind mm-hmm. of going on here. I just find it, it's been so fascinating for us to be able to hang out here. And so, Craig, why do you think it's important that we do these missions to take these groups of people out to build these connections? Why is that important for you? You know, it's all about uh, press and PR, right? Um, we've really done a good job in Pittsburgh of reinventing ourselves. Um, and I think that story getting to the streets is important. And the more people hear that, the more they'll look to Pittsburgh as a leader or at least a place to look for innovation. To come and see what we've got and see, you know, we've got a lot of good compliments on these stars we brought out, you know, to Seattle in terms of what they're doing, the problems they're solving. And, um, you know, a lot of the people who I've heard talk and interact with them are very impressed. So it's important that we get the, that we get the word out, um, especially now that we get direct flights to Seattle. That's amazing. I'll, you're answering my next question. Like, oh. how important <laughs> is it that we have these connections? Honestly, because the whole ecosystem comes together here in Pittsburgh. Like the yeah. airport works on getting flights like Alaska Air. But you can now fly nonstop to Seattle, five hours, three minutes, a great flight, mm-hmm. lots of tech on board, so you can actually be productive or just watch movies like I do when we're on board. <laughs> but building these connections is so important, and actually Alaska Air was a partner with us because they actually subsidized, they actually gave the seats to the entrepreneurs so awesome. they could fly here for free. You covered their geek wire costs. I yeah. know you bought a few dinners for our sure, entrepreneurs yeah, as well, right. too. Yeah. Yeah. But I just love seeing this community come together. What are your thoughts on, on Pittsburgh as a community to kind of help do these things? You know, uh, Pittsburgh has a lot to offer the world, and uh, I think that's just evident in some of the things that you see when you come to a place like Seattle and you're at a an event at Pilchuck Glass School and they're like, we know about Pittsburgh because of their glass. They're like, that's cool. It's amazing. Every time you go somewhere, the connection is back to Pittsburgh and strengthening those ties and making Pittsburgh more global and more known. It's just huge. So 
props to uh, Alaska Airlines for helping make those connections more direct. Absolutely. I tell you what, I was doing some man-on-the-street interviews yesterday just asking people what they knew about Pittsburgh, and I kept thinking no one would know about yeah, Pittsburgh. Right, but yeah. no, they were like, I know Pittsburgh. And so it, it was basically Carnegie Mellon and Pitt were kind yeah. of their, they were driving our tech industry. But tonight, learning about the glass and yeah, how glass how artists cool are, are really connected between Pittsburgh and yeah. Seattle. That's what I'm saying. It's like so much fun to do this type of stuff and yeah. kind of learn all about it. So any, so any of the kind of last parting thoughts around our trip together, how can we do more of this, Craig? Like, how can we kind of start scaling this? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to know exactly, but I do think that we do have unique assets in Pittsburgh uh, that are world-class. Um, and so getting those front and center in front of other markets who could benefit from that, I think helped grows the pie and the ecosystem that we have in Pittsburgh and makes it bigger, makes it more known to the world and accessible to the world. And so I think that uh, finding those areas of expertise and broadening and growing that ecosystem will do great things for Pittsburgh. And that will also, I think, have tangential effects on other great things in Pittsburgh. Um, so I think we got to keep doing this stuff. Absolutely. Now, I'd be remiss. I'm going to switch gears here a little bit. I'd be remiss. I'm hanging out with a super smart lawyer like you, an IP guy. I thought you asked for a little advice. It would be wrong, right? <laughs> so just real quick, what, what are maybe some of the two or three top things you're start, you need to be thinking about when it comes to your IP and things like that? Well, one of the things I think is just foundational is don't be afraid to talk to experts, especially you. One of the things like don't be afraid. You got an IP question. Call Craig up at Web. Like you're like we're not going guys I know. Billy, right? we're going to talk to you, right, and give you advice. Exactly. God forbid, right? Well, I mean, not like legal advice specific, but like you know, this is what people do in your industry. Exactly. That helps them get acquired for a big number. That was free. <laughs> and it's not every industry that needs the IP, but my goodness, how are you going to know that if you don't talk to an expert? And that's why Pittsburgh's such a cool town, because you, men and women like you are accessible, mm-hmm. and you want to help out. And yeah. So don't be afraid. And the, and the web law firm, your reputation goes back so long as like, like being the preeminent IP firm in Pittsburgh that you got that question, reach out, and you'll always have coffee or lunch with somebody. Man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Reach out, number one. And number two, uh, don't discount things that you don't understand. Ask somebody, right? And you can make a good assessment, right? So you don't go and you just buy a car on a whim. You do some research. You talk to people who know about those cars. You do some understanding of the price, the value, what's going to be repaired. Same thing in the legal world. you got to talk to the guys who know what's going on. They're not going to bill you, but get informed and make sure your startup's off on the right foot. I love it. And even better is hanging out in downtown Seattle with you, grabbing Absolutely. an interview here in the middle of it all with electric bikes rolling by, getting a motorcycle without a muffler and all types of people, man. So I absolutely love it, man. It's so much fun. Craig, thanks for helping us out with yeah. the web law firm. We're talking to Brad Cryle next from Velocity Robotics. So hang on tight, man. He's coming up in just a second here. Cool. Thanks, Jonathan. Actually, nothing better than like hanging out in Seattle because I feel like I'm actually in Pittsburgh here a little bit. We're actually outside in Seattle in the downtown, outside the Pilchuck uh, uh, Glass Museum, which is pretty amazing having reception here with our, our startup mission to uh, to Seattle. And I'm here with Brad Kreil from Velocity Robotics. And Brad, thanks for taking the time to talk to me, first of all. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And so tell us about Velocity Robotics. It's such a cool company. Tell our listeners about Velocity. Ah, thanks. Well, uh, Velocity is building the Internet of Tools. We are improving productivity on the construction site with uh, technology enhanced power tools that enable contractors to basically work faster, work uh, more efficiently. Where do you get the idea for this? So 
Well, one thing is we all live in buildings, we work in buildings, and so like the, the built world is such an important part of our daily lives. And so when I decided to start a company, I wanted to do something that was impactful to all of us. And so I thought, well... Yeah, well, the other thing is I bought a really old house. That's That would be my first inspiration right there because I have an old house as well, too, so I know how powerful your tools would be. <laughs> yes, and we did a ton of DIY work in the house, and I can't tell you how many ideas that I came up with during that process of working <laughs> on the house. And so I thought, uh, and, and also I have a background at Caterpillar, did a lot of work with building equipment and everything. And so uh, from there, I just, I thought, okay, well, I'm going to, target the construction industry. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to figure out something. And so I started talking to guys in the construction industry. And you decided I'm going to quit my job and build a company. That's a bold move. Yeah, in hindsight, that was a pretty <laughs> like, bold oh, move. God, what did I do? <laughs> yeah, I, so, the, so the day that I left, I felt like... Uh, you know that Indiana Jones movie where he steps off the cliff? Absolutely. Yeah, so that is exactly what I kind of visualized. I was stepping <laughs> off the cliff, and I had no idea Amazing. if there was anything there or not. <laughs> so tell us about your experience here in Seattle. What were some of the key takeaways you got by meeting with, like, Amazon Launchpad, Microsoft, hanging out at GeekWire? What, what, what hit you the most? Yeah, so it was great to meet with Launchpad and kind of get an understanding of that program and what's in the future. We're a little bit early for them right now. Uh, same with Microsoft Ventures, the some of the key takeaways I thought were from the CEOs at the GeekWire conference. Lots of insight and kind of inspiration there, right? Yeah. yeah so what stuck with you? Yeah. So um, let's see. There was this one quote, and I'm trying to remember what it was now. The guy from Ring was like, if I stop, I die. That really hit me. How about you? <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that's kind of one of those things that we as startup founders get into. It's like this headspace where, you know, if I fail, then there's nothing else, you know. And uh, and I think that's actually not true. I think there's always there's always a backup. But, um, it, but it was interesting to hear him say that and to hear that, you know, he had that same kind of fear, the same fear of failure that I think we all Absolutely. have at some level, right? And uh, so that, that was pretty cool. And I think at some level that's why, that's another reason why I got into the startup thing is because, you know, I'd done the corporate thing and there were so many great things about it. But, you know, you had to, you had to play their game and I, I wasn't up for that in the long run. Well, I'm glad you're doing what you're doing. I'm glad you get to join us on this trip. Honestly, like it was such an honor to be hanging out with you and the other entrepreneurs. You're very inspiring and uh, we just want you guys the best. If you want to learn more about Velocity Robotics, where can they go and check you out? Check us out at VelocityRobotics.com. Uh, we're also on Twitter at Velocity Robotic and Facebook at Velocity Robotics. Brad, you're the best, man. We continued success. Hey, we're coming back after this quick break, I swear. Thanks for uh, listening to us here in downtown Seattle, live on the scene. The only way we do it here on Tech Vibe Radio, only the best conditions possible, blaring horns and all. We love it. We love Seattle. Thanks so much, Brad. Thanks, Jonathan. Appreciate it. Welcome back to Tech Vibe Radio here on KDK News Radio 1020. This is Jonathan Kirsting with the Pittsburgh 
Pittsburgh Technology Council. And as you know, if you're a frequent listener of the show, we often go out of the studio to talk to some of the coolest people that are in Pittsburgh or visiting Pittsburgh. And we have just that happening right now. We have Richard Turner. He's with the Department of International Trade with the United Kingdom, with England, one of our best partners, and so much interesting synergies between Pittsburgh and the UK. And it's so much financial stuff going on between our regions, and, and I'm so excited to learn more about it because there's such opportunity out there. Whether you're a tech company, you know, whatever you are out there, there's a cool way to connect in with England as far as that goes. So, so first off, Richard, thanks for hanging out with us. And give our listeners a little bit about your background. What do you do? Jonathan, first of all, thank you so much for inviting me onto the program. It's a great pleasure to be back in, in Pittsburgh again. So I've had a fairly long career in the diplomatic service, the British diplomatic service most recently. Well, I suppose at the beginning of 2000, 2001, 2004, I was the head of press and public affairs at the British Embassy in Moscow. So that was just Whoa, that must have been a lot of fun. I was very early Putin, so it was really fascinating. So it was great. From there, um, I moved on to be the director for UK Trade and Investment, as it was at the time in, in Portugal, in Lisbon. And then I returned after that to be the deputy consul general and the director for UK Trade and Investment in, in Brazil, based in Sao Paulo. And I was there for nearly six years. And I've now been in, been in the US, uh, working out of the British Embassy in, um, in Washington for the last two and a half years. So what are you doing here in Pittsburgh today? Right. So this, I'm here for a very important um, occasion. Uh, this week, it's the Britsburg Festival in, in, um, in Pittsburgh, and this celebrates the links, cultural links and the commercial and links between, our, between, between Pittsburgh and, and the United Kingdom. And tonight, I am speaking at a special World War I charity dinner, which commemorates the 100 years since the end of the First World, First World War, and we, we're raising money for vet, uh, to aid veterans this evening. Well, that's fantastic. And the Britsburg thing, it just sounds classy. I'm sorry. You, you, put, you put British on top of anything, and it's going to be classy. And I'll have, to come, I'll have to come clean. So this past summer, I spent a few days in London as we were lobbying for the, the new direct flight from Pittsburgh to London, London to Pittsburgh. That'll be happening in 2019. And I absolutely fell in love with England and London in general. Like It's just such a great place. And just the business opportunities there are absolutely amazing. And especially with the way things are kind of moving with the whole Brexit thing, I think there's more opportunity for Pittsburgh companies and, and to really connect in and, and fill some gaps that will probably be happening as far as that goes. So tell us about some of the some of the, the, the key stats between Pittsburgh and the UK as we're really, really strong trading partners. Oh, yes. Really, really strong uh, trading partners. It's been going on for a long time. And that's in both directions. That's trade and investment but in both directions as well. So in 2016, um, the, the, the trade overall trade in goods and services to, from Pittsburgh into the UK was um, $270 million. I mean, that's absolutely fantastic figure. As a state as a whole, so that takes the whole of them. Pennsylvania, it was over $2 billion. So it's a very important um, um, trading partner for, for the United Kingdom and across all sectors. I mean, when you look at them um, in the Pittsburgh region, there's a particular strength around the manufacturing side, not surprisingly. Mm-hmm. That's both UK companies investing in the, in the area. But the future as well is also very much around tech as well. And tech, tech in the UK is extremely strong. Centred in the UK, centred in London, but not only in London. There's lots of other 
areas where exactly. there's real strength as well. So, so you know, such as Manchester, which is a really vibrant city around the other. And I think part of that is down to our very strong education background. We have seven of Europe's top ten universities are in, here in the UK, so and spread across the country. So in Scotland as well as in right, in right, London, right. and so not just in London as well. So it's a fabulous place for people to be setting up. There's lots of, as you can imagine, all these universities. There's a lot of great talent on on the ground, and we're always looking to track to more talent into into the market from With, across the globe. Absolutely. I mean, I witnessed that firsthand, actually, when I was there. Actually, I attended Tech Week for, for a day and a half, and I saw the activity that's happening there. I'm like, my goodness, there's so much opportunity here, and that's why I'm so excited to learn how we can get some Pittsburgh companies more tied into what's going on there, especially now that we have a new flight coming up in 2019. Getting to London's gotten so much easier, at least a couple hours quicker than, than taking some of the other more circuitous ways when you're in Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's really brilliant news. I'm so pleased that that's come off as well. I mean, as, uh, as we were discussing, there was real competition to get the flight to come here, so I'm delighted for, for Pittsburgh, and it's going to increase, it can only help increase um, uh, trade and the trading relations and the very strong commercial links between our two sides. Uh, we have a real strength in the tech, tech centre uh, in the UK as well. We've got, so we've got a lot of European headquarters. We've got the people like the Googles, the Facebook, you know, super large investments in the UK, Definitely. employing tens of thousands of people in the sector as well. So, and, there's, and that only helps attract other businesses to come along. So if, uh, my advice is that if you're a tech company in, in Pittsburgh area and you're looking to internationalise, you should be looking at going into Europe and you should be looking at London. We have far more investment in the tech sector than in London alone than, than I heard the figures recently. And I'm not going to quote all the countries combined, okay, but definitely. more than France and Germany and a number of other countries combined. Just to show you, know, this is the place you should be looking to take your business because there are so many opportunities and that's where you will get deals done and that's where you will find your business. Absolutely. To remind our listeners, we are talking to Richard uh, Turner from the Department of uh, International Trade with the UK. And one of the things I love most about the UK, and this is just me being like a weary traveler and someone that's maybe a little afraid of uh, foreign countries, I love the fact that you speak English. <laughs> it makes business so much easier as far as that goes, and it's a little less stressful. And it's often a great market to start in as, as you're moving to international markets. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, we speak English, but we're also a very, very cosmopolitan city as well. I think the number of languages that's spoken in London is over 300 exactly. as well. So there's Absolutely. lots of big communities. And all these other international companies are based in the UK as well. So you will be meeting international opportunities. You will be make, making deals with international opportunities in the UK. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. But I still like asking my questions in English. We <laughs> 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 do recognize that's a, that's a real help. Definitely. Particularly if you know, you're a company that hasn't, hasn't been hasn't internationalized, it's clearly going to make it much easier for you to go over, to set yourself to set up. We have the same values. We have the same, same as, you know, the, 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 um, the law system is fairly similar as well. So it will, you will end up in a culture that you have a, a good way of understanding what's going on as well, which, makes, your, which makes the landing right. in the country that much easier. For Plus, and we want success for, for you when you arrive. For, and everyone is so friendly. I am serious. Every, if the, the, the cab drivers, everybody, you ask something and they, they give you an answer and they're nice. They're very polite. Oh, <laughs> and I love it. I, was, I never felt so welcome in my entire life. I'm like, like I said, I think I want to move here. <laughs> oh, that's great. I'm originally from London, so I'm always delighted when people love my city. Absolutely, man. Great, great stuff. So let's talk a little bit about 
what's, you know, what are some of the um, bigger opportunities you see coming up that where people can really kind of tie in? We were mentioning technology and manufacturing. What else is driving? When I was there, I saw a lot around fintech yes. and, and just the financial you know, application and so yeah. forth. So fintech clearly is a big one. You know, uh, London is the is the global capital for, for the financial markets as well. So so many banks and so many um, um, professional services there as well. So great opportunities, a great great term if you're landing there. I just emphasize that we have um, the, the government has issued a, an industrial strategy. Um, I think it was at the back end of last year and this year, and we're focusing on four big challenges that are coming coming okay. up. And I think that really helps to focus about where government support is going on, where we're looking to invest in R&D. And there are four areas. So the first yeah. one, which is the tech side, is artificial intelligence and the data-driven economy. So AI, that's Pittsburgh's yeah. bread and butter right there. Absolutely. You need to be, we are looking for these companies to be coming in. There is great support for a great support from government for companies working in these areas as well. Then we do clean growth. Then we're looking at the aging population and we're looking at the future of mobility as well. So mobility, again, is clearly another area where you know autonomous vehicles, not only autonomous vehicles, but autonomous vehicles is clearly one of the places that we'd be looking forward as well. So that's just four key areas where we're looking to, to, to really invest in the future for, for our economy to make us an even more productive market. We line up perfectly. I love this. And so I'm, I'm hoping these numbers are obviously going to keep going up, up, and up as far as the, the ties and, and the money that's going back and forth between the uh, the two areas as far as that goes. So what are your thoughts on Pittsburgh itself? I mean, I mean, you, you know, obviously you don't get here as, as much as, as you probably like, I would have to assume, but, but the idea that you, you have a little taste of Pittsburgh, how do you see us growing? What, what's opening your eyes here in Pittsburgh? So I think there's, a, for me, Pittsburgh is a real secret city. I think you're the people's perceptions, and if you ask somebody in Pittsburgh, I think they think about the steel. I think there'd be a few films that they would remember. I remember watching Deer Hunter in the late 70s. So I think, you know, people have perceptions and so I think when people here, they're really wowed by, by what they found on the ground. You know, there's a city which is really, you know, is a really um, at the forefront of technology and I think it's great on the, on, on the education side with all of the, the great universities that you have as well. So I think people un- sort of underestimate Pittsburgh and I think when they come here and found on the ground, there is a wow factor about what act- actually is going on and the type of companies and the type of great companies that you've got here. So if I'm a Pittsburgh company, I'm like, wait a second, I think I want to explore more opportunities over in, in London or, or somewhere in Manchester or Sheffield. I have some products I think would work out when plug into some of the supply chains. What's the best way to connect in with you so you can kind of help lead the way over there? Yes. Um, please, please, please do get in contact with this is our bread and butter. We are here to help US companies make a success of um, going into the going into the UK. Um, please reach out to me. You can, uh, you can contact me on Twitter at Richard P. Turner or you can get us through our website, which is gov.uk forward slash FCO. And we have a range of services for companies that are looking to invest. We can help people uh, do the market research, look for the best location, help through the visa issues about getting your, your company started up, putting in the right kind of type of lawyers, HR firms. To, so, to, so these are all free services services that we offer. So, there's a, so please do get in contact. This is, And we have lots of great locations around the UK. So it's not just UK. It's also the other nations, so it's Northern Ireland, Scotland, and and um, Wales, and many of the parts, all the parts of the UK as well, all have a different offer as well. And so, and I know people think that the UK is expensive, but I have to tell you, it's not that expensive. There are some very expensive parts if you want, need to locate in central London, but there are lots of places which are very competitive as well. I can't encourage people more to check this out because, like, literally, like they're doing some of the hard work to get you on the ground there. And why not check it out and see if that's an opportunity? I mean, looking to go global. This 
this is a great place to start and expand as far as that goes. I'm so glad we got to talk today. So, so, so am I. You were a great salesman for the UK. So thank you very much. Indeed, <laughs> I love John. the UK. Like I said, I'm going back. Once I, once we have our flight starting uh, April next year, I think I'll be one of the first people on there. So we'll go to a pub somewhere and have a pint. Indeed. Yeah, that would be fantastic. <laughs> a spotted tea would work as well. <laughs> this is Jonathan Kirsting with the Pittsburgh Technology Council. Learn more about us at pghtech.org and follow us on Twitter at pghtech. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.